Welcome to Coffee Con Trails. This is Hank Meyerman, written by Mira Collier, read by Mira Collier. Hank Meyerman was born in a small town in Illinois in 1913. His parents were German immigrants and arrived in the Midwest in 1894, just married, just arrived, him with a suitcase full of sausage and pretzel recipes, her with a trunk full of quilts, clothes, pots, spoons, and a baby swelling in her womb that would end up not surviving their first winter in the blizzards of the plains. Hank grew up in the parlor, the last in a line of six sisters, listening to his mother teaching piano to the kids of the other immigrants who bought meat at his father's butcher shop, who talked in German about who arrived recently, who escaped the Depression, and who is building a new house at the edge of town, an edge that was pushed further and further away from its center. Hank wasn't allowed to speak German at home, only English. His parents didn't even think he understood German, but he did. Between eavesdropping in the parlor and in the butcher shop, Hank had perfected the art of becoming invisible to all, but seeing everything. His father put him to work whenever he caught Hank sitting on the stoop out front, and of course he had his daily chores, but they didn't take long. When he was a tiny child, being mothered by seven women, he took refuge in his mother's skirts in the chair next to the piano. So many renditions of hymns, playing in varying levels of abilities. His mother used the Episcopalian hymnal as a teaching tool. Her method was to have her students go through the entire hymnal before they were allowed to attempt anything close to Bach fugues or Mozart or Beethoven sonatas. Chopin nocturnes or mazurkas were right out, too foreign, too sexy, too much feeling. Hank started on the hymnal as soon as his hands could span a sixth and his feet could touch the floor. His mother didn't have time to drill him. Whenever there were no students in the parlor and the chores were done, he was allowed to practice. Saturday afternoons were the best for Hank. His mother would be in the kitchen, and his sisters would be preparing their dresses for church the next day. His father was busy in the shop, selling meat for the town Sunday dinners, and Hank had the parlor to himself. He would sit in the silence of the soft pink room with lights streaming in through the windows, the dust of the town slowly drifting in to the streams of light, yellowing the lace tatting on the armchairs and mantelpiece. In the summer, he could hear the people on the street rushing about their day, but it was one level removed from where he sat, where he didn't feel the need to disappear into the wallpaper. The keyboard lay in front of him, ready to create the sounds that he observed over the course of the week. He would start with the scales that his mother insisted all her students learn, the circle of fifths, all of the keys, major and minor, racing from the rumbling bass notes to the out-of-tune upper register and back, modulating and changing color with each new scale, basic plain C, happy G, jaunty D, longing A, all 13 major, all 13 minor, always the way to begin. He would then go to the hymns. He had heard all of them so many times, he didn't bother with the hymnal anymore. He knew his mother was listening, and he knew that he would hear from her if he didn't play at least five, for practice. So the Bach chorales, cum hymns, flew from his fingers all by memory, as fast as he could get through them. When other students played the hymns, they all sounded the same, the same chord progressions in a row lined up like sausages in the store window, one after another with only slight variations in color so you could tell what was inside, this one about God, that one about damnation, and the next about thanksgiving. 
But even though Hank dreaded the hymns, when he played Break Forth, O Beauteous Heavenly Light, he felt his heartbeat pound as he considered and explored the possibilities. It was just a hymn. Break forth, O beauteous heavenly light, and usher in the morning. Hank didn't know that was Bach. It was church music. But something was there. Something would open up in him, tingle in his chest as he played. This one not so fast. And he learned how each line fit together into the whole, into the structure of the chorale. He didn't know the names of the chords. He didn't know what counterpoint meant. But he knew that he could put more music together with the chorale, and it would be more than just two lines together, one plus one. It had an altogether new meaning, new depth that was his, no longer something that his mother insisted he do every time he sat at the piano. His sister, Clara, the closest to him in age, would wander into the parlor while he improvised, even though he didn't know what improvisation meant. I'm telling, you're not playing it right. Didn't Mama tell you you were supposed to play it the way it was written? Hush you, leave me alone. What are you doing? That isn't even music. Leave me alone, it's mine. I'm telling. Tell. I don't care. Mama can hear. I will. And why don't you have to wash the dishes? Leave me alone. I'm telling. Tell. He shifted on the piano bench. Go! He threw a pencil at her as she squealed and disappeared through the door in a swish of hair ribbons. Hank closed his eyes and broke forth more beauteous heavenly light. If you liked today's recording, please like and favorite us on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find us at coffeecontrails.com. Thanks. <laughs>